Happy Tuesday and welcome back to the Wise Council podcast. I'm your host, Daniil. By now, you should have listened and maybe re-listened to the first episode and decided on some changes that you want to make in your life. There are different areas that you want to do better in and there are some areas that you'd like to get out of your comfort zone. This installation is called You Get to Decide How the Story Goes. I mean this in both an existential crisis type of way, but then also in an everyday goal setting type of way. What goals have you set for this season or this chapter of your life? Do these goals have a deadline? Have you worked out a reward or consequence for achieving or missing these goals? Have you made a plan to combat fear or obstacles that may come up in your way and trigger you back into your comfort zone? Those are some of the things that we're going to talk about in this episode. So as always, grab a snack, grab a drink, maybe even a pen and paper, and we're going to dive right in. I've researched a few types of goal setting theories and templates, and these are some of the overarching themes. Number one, set a clear and specific goal. The goal should be enough to challenge you, but not enough to overwhelm. And... The reason for the challenge is so that you do not grow bored or disinterested in achieving the goal. Number two, pick a way to measure your progress. If this is a body's goal type of thing, maybe a daily or weekly or monthly progress picture. If this is about maybe your finances, maybe how much debt is paid or how much money has has been saved, those can be ways to track your financial goals. For other types of goals, maybe a habit tracker so that you can track your consistency, um, that may be a helpful tool as well. So think of apples, closing the rings, that type of thing. Something that you can actually see that you're doing and give yourself a pat on the back. This will actually be very helpful when you would like to get discouraged because maybe you're not quite um, seeing the progress, but progress is being made. Number three. Decide on what is the best outcome for you. Not simply the getting of the goal, but what does it mean for you? So is it about saving money and having like a good nest egg or an emergency fund? Is it about having the ideal body and loving how you look in the mirror or loving how clothes fit on your body? Is it a feeling of accomplishment or pride? How does achieving this goal benefit you? Number four, choose a deadline. And I mean this, actually pick a date on the calendar as your endpoint. Studies have shown that the likelihood of completing a goal goes up by 40% when there is a completion date associated with the goal. This also gives you um, a time period to see if your goals are measurable against the deadline. Think of it like this. Is it realistic to achieve my goal in the time that I've allotted? Do I need to break down my goal into smaller pieces with more clear and measurable progress so that maybe this is a year-long goal? So that maybe three months in, six months in, I still know that I'm on progress because I've made these sort of huge building markers. Number five, plan for obstacles. And this wasn't one that I saw in all of them, but this was, was super important to me. Obstacles are inevitable. And for most of us, the things that stop us from completing a goal or something that we plan to do are the unforeseen areas that we did not know how to combat. 
Benjamin Franklin has been credited with saying, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. So that brings me to the WOOP method, W-O-O-P. The W stands for a wish or a goal. The first O stands for the best outcome. The second O stands for obstacle. And the P stands for a plan. So here's the goal that I've set. Here's the outcome I wish to achieve. Here's the obstacles that I think may come up on this journey. And here's a plan of action to overcome said obstacles so that I can still get to achieving my goal. So let's get into the WOOP method. The questions I asked previously loosely describe the WOOP method. Once again, WOOP stands for wish or goal, an outcome, an obstacle, and a plan to overcome said obstacle. This goal-setting strategy was theorized by Dr. Gabrielle Otingen, a professor of psychology at NYU and author of the book Rethinking Positive Thinking, Inside the New Science of Motivation. The method was studied in classrooms across K-12 and saw significant positive impacts. Students were able to see effects in their overall effort, mindset, attitude, and GPA. So let's get into the method. And I'm going to throw in some real life examples. So the W, a wish. What is a goal that is meaningful to you? And why is it meaningful? Why do you want to accomplish this goal? Is it to please other people or is it to sort of please yourself or to align with a goal or align with a purpose or to get to a place? What is a meaningful goal that you want to reach? Oh, what is the best possible outcome that you can have or best possible feeling you can have from accomplishing said goal? Will it make you happy? Will it make you proud? Will it make you healthier? Will it make you uh, more financially stable or more financially free? What is the best possible outcome? What is an internal obstacle? This is, sorry, the second O. What is an internal obstacle that may prevent you from reaching said goal? In Dr. Otingen's example, she references that this obstacle is typically something internal maybe a desire to stay in your comfort zone, a lack of motivation or consistency, a lack of self-trust. The arrays go on and on, but this is the real world. Not only do the things internally stop us from achieving our goals, but things externally as well. So now that we have whatever we think that obstacle that may arise to prevent us from reaching our goal, now we need to put a plan in action that will combat said obstacle. So let's get into it with some real life examples. So here's the example. We're actually doing three examples. In example one, you would like to be more financially responsible. This may be saving for an emergency fund or this may be paying off debt. In the second example, this may be wanting to have a healthier body. So that would include um, maybe getting on an eating plan and working out. Um, your third goal may be not only to save a bit of money, but also to eat healthier. And through doing that, you have decided that cooking more of your meals at home is the way to go. It saves money and it's a healthier option. So those are our three examples. 
For example, number one, the goal is to become more financially insert thing. So whether or not it's paying goals or saving money, you've decided that this is the goal that you want to do. The best feeling that you can have is you'll be happier and prouder and maybe debt free, or you'll be happier, prouder and have a good little nest egg that you can use for later purposes. The obstacle, what's the unforeseen thing that could stop in your way, for example, one being this financial goal. So let's just say your goal is to pay off some debt, but the obstacle may be what if an unforeseen um, thing comes up that requires you to spend money? Well, maybe then you should work on having the savings part down first so that if something unforeseen comes comes along, you can sort of pay for it out of this emergency savings fund that you've created while still simultaneously paying down on your debt. Um, What obstacles may you face? Maybe the psychological desire to spend, um, maybe not being sort of in the mood to do whatever it is that you've done, maybe not sticking to your budget, or maybe your favorite artist just dropped a new album and merch and whatever it is, but it will cause you to want to trigger that spending. And then what is the plan of action? Well, if you're following along, maybe first you decided to save up some money before you dealt with the debt so that if an unforeseen thing does come along, you would spend out of that savings goal rather than incurring more debt or using a credit card or anything like that. In example number two, uh, maybe it's a body goal and you want to work out more. So the best thing that you can, the best um, outcome would be that you feel great in your body and you're actually healthier, you're more flexible, et cetera, et cetera. Obstacles that may come up, maybe you don't, um, you can't pay for a gym membership or maybe you just don't like going to the gym. Maybe there are days when work is so exhausting, you can't even muster the energy to go to the gym. Um, so those would be your obstacles. How can you combat the obstacle? There are at-home workouts that you can do on YouTube. Maybe your um, way of working out would be first thing in the morning rather than after work if your schedule is a little too busy. Or maybe you'll come up with a plan of, I work out three to four days a week. And yeah, maybe today I intended to work out, but I can you know do tomorrow because it's still within my four days a week type of thing. As well as workouts can be varied. They don't always have to be these high impact, super aerobic workouts. You can go for a walk, you can do yoga, you can do Pilates. These things also count as a workout. So if you have alternatives when you don't feel like doing what you had initially planned on doing or when obstacles arise, you still have options. And then you put that plan in place that, okay, well, if I've done you know, at least one high impact workout this week and the next workout, I don't feel like doing another sort of big cardio or a big weight training. Maybe I can do Pilates or substitute in yoga and that will give me a good stretch and, you know, a good burn. Now, the third option, let's just say you want to eat more at home. This helps you to save money. It helps with a life skill and it also, um, it's just healthier overall. Um, obstacles that may arise with that. Maybe you just don't feel like eating your own cooking. Maybe you, you can't find any fun recipes. It's all just sort of boring. You're just making sort of rice and beans and whatever, or rice and chicken, or, you know, it's it's a little boring. So the obstacles that would come up is that you would get bored or tired of eating the same things or not wanting to meal prep or maybe not having the time to, mo- to meal prep or anything like that. And so the plan of action in place would be fine 
these um, sort of smaller but more manageable meals that you can do um, and that these would also be based on your personal taste. So for me, one of those meals was the sort of feta pasta that was going around on social on social media last year or the year before. Um, that was something that was super easy for me to make. And you have food all week and you can sort of spice it up if you um, make a piece of chicken. So maybe on one day you can have it with chicken, you make a piece of fish, on another day you can have it with fish. But it's still sort of this varied meal, but the base is this pasta that I've made. And so how can you pick a, a goal that you want to achieve, think of the best outcome you will have for achieving this goal, Know that obstacles will arise, but it's okay because you came prepared, because you came with a plan to overcome said obstacle. And then you put that plan in place. Now, along with some of the other things I've mentioned, you're going to have measurable goals, right? So there's going to be a way for you to measure your goals. So if it's um, with the finances, um, maybe it's how much debt you've paid off or how much money you've saved. If it's with the body goals, maybe it's taking a daily or weekly progress picture because we know that um, a picture can show you more than you can see in the mirror. You can actually see those tiny, minute changes that maybe three weeks in, you're, you might want to quit because you don't see any changes. But if you look back at those pictures, you're like, no, 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 it's working. And so they just help to give you that positive reinforcement. The other one could be also a habit tracker. A habit tracker could um, help you to pinpoint, well, okay, well, I've eaten at home four days this week and so on and so forth. Give yourself a deadline for the goal within your plan. So when you're planning, pick a date on the calendar, whether or not it be a month out, two months out, three months out, one year out, it doesn't matter. Pick a date and say, by the end of this date, I should have accomplished this goal, be specific, and this is what I should have gained or this is what I will gain in that process and work towards that every single interval. But then also give yourself grace and space to cheat a little. So if you've eaten at home four out of seven days this week, if you want to eat out once, it's okay. Just don't make it a habit and fall back into that comfort zone of when you weren't cooking at home at all. If you want to skip a workout, so maybe you've promised yourself that you'll do four workouts a week, but you're on that third workout and you've given it your all and you just can't muster the energy, it's okay. Maybe just skip one workout or allow yourself the opportunity to try something new. So maybe how you have been working out, it's just not working for you. Maybe you want to try kickboxing or maybe you want to try cycling or running or swimming, but but don't just give up, try something else, put other things on the radar that would interest you. And when it comes to the money goal, let's just say there is just this thing that you definitely have to purchase. It's a once in a lifetime offer um, and you have to do it. Think, is it really worth it? For this goal that I've set and for whatever it is I'm trying to do, whether or not it be save money or pay down debt or what other, what else, what any other type of financial goal. It could be to invest, it could be to um, learn more about the stock market, whatever it is. Um, if you choose to break this goal, what will be the consequences that you have to face? And in doing so, you help to hold yourself accountable because you're building self-trust. When you set a goal and you work to accomplish it, you're building self-trust so that in the future, when you set a goal, 
you have full faith, trust, and confidence in yourself that you can make yourself do what needs to be done. You can execute efficiently and you will, no matter what, finish this goal on top. Which brings us back to our title. You get to write your story. What does that story say? Who is this main character who you are what have they done are you proud of them are you rooting for them is the story that is told about who you are something that you approve of a story that you condone if you think about your funeral what are the things that you would like in your obituary what are the things you want printed on your tombstone you get to write your life right now. And maybe there are some things that you want to accomplish, but you don't know how. Use the WHOOP method. Think of a goal. Think of what, what would it mean to you to accomplish this goal? What are some obstacles that you can already see will sort of come up before you even get a chance to finish accomplishing the goal? and set a plan in place that when these obstacles come up, you're not left scrambling, you already have a plan. Give yourself a deadline and a way to measure your goals because there will come a time where you feel discouraged. You're not seeing the efforts. It's It feels like you're just pouring all this effort and you're not getting any reward. Set a way for you to me measure your goal. But here is the time and the space that we take to write our own story. What do you want it to say? Take a minute and pick one goal. And it can be something super tiny, but pick a goal. And I would love to hear from you guys and to see you post using hashtag wise counsel podcast. And I would love to see what tiny goal have you used the whoop method to accomplish? And how did it make you feel? Did you feel proud? Did you feel confident? Did you feel self-assured? Did you feel like you could trust yourself to handle bigger goals and accomplish them with ease in the future? I would love to see and hear from each and every one of you. So remember, pick a tiny goal between now and the next two weeks. Use the WHOOP method and tag us using the Wise Counsel podcast hashtag so that we can follow along with your journey and root you on. I believe in you. You believe in you. There's nothing stopping you.